Hello and welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe and I'm Caroline. And I'm all over the place today. <laughs> I was okay. just asking Caroline if she's going to go to the annual lighting of the square. And I said I'm not because I'm a Grinch. <laughs> I think the Bentonville one's tomorrow. Oh, you do? I have yeah. no idea. I Brittany was telling me. I usually have never seen that, to be honest. The I've whole... never been either. But B was saying that, um, and I don't know if any of this is true. Okay. <laughs> this is all just information I received from her. But she said that she's never gotten to go because it's always been the week of Thanksgiving. Like Yeah, that's true. Next week. And this year, it's a week, er- like it's before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think that is facts. And so she was like, I don't know why they changed it. But she can't go tonight because it's something. So she's going to go to the Bentonville one tomorrow. Okay. Like, what a fun local event. If you're local and they do Christmas lights somewhere, you should look and see if they have, like, a lighting ceremony. Because that's kind of fun, right? Oh, so fun. Yeah. And you can get, like, hot chocolate usually or, like, shop around the shops if there's shops. Meet people. Like, what a fun way to meet people in your community. Yeah. Do it. Spread some holiday cheer. Yeah. I love that. All right. So it's Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Are you traveling? Are you... What's what's everybody doing? Caroline doesn't know what she's doing. No. I am 91% sure I will be in um, Rockwall, Texas for Thanksgiving. 91%. Yeah. That's so um, oddly specific. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. And what are you doing? Fun. What am I doing? Yeah. I'm going to Arizona. So fun. So when you guys are listening to this, I will be in sunny, beautiful Arizona. So fun. And we've not seen Matt's grandparents in almost two years. Uh, It'll be two years next month because of COVID. Right. And we're just really excited. They have not met Gardner yet. Mm. And his aunt and uncle also live out in Arizona and they have a baby a month older than Gardner. Okay. They have two babies, but their youngest baby's a month older than Gardner. And so uh, we're going to spend time with them and his aunt and uncle that live in Minneapolis, or actually they live in St. Paul area, I think, but that live in Minnesota are coming as well. So it's going to be Matt's grandparents, all three of their children. Oh, fun. All three of their children's spouses, and then all of their grandchildren and all of their grandchildren's spouses. Oh, really? Like, we're all going to be there. Is our Matt's parents going? Yeah. Oh, they are? Like, it's the first time we've all been together. So oh. Matt's mom, her brother and sister, their significant others, and all of their kids. And then all of their kids' significant others. Weird. So I mean, not weird. Awesome. <laughs> Matt's brother, Matt's brother's girlfriend, Matt and I, literally everybody. Aw. And we've never, I don't think we've ever all been together like this. Oh, really? Uh-uh. Like, there's always somebody missing. Yeah. Like, we've all of been, course, you yeah. know. But even at weddings, every, there's always somebody missing. They were all together minus me at his aunt and uncle's wedding. I had a, we had to photograph a wedding that weekend. Oh, though, okay. So we couldn't go. And so, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just really excited yeah, about that. Yeah, that's so fun and special. It's fun to get family all together like that and really get to spend time. And especially when you live so far away and you're not integrated into one another's day-to-day lives minus, you know, FaceTime calls. Exactly. It's nice to really like experience their space and their lifestyle and the things that they're doing. Yeah. Wow. I'm really looking forward to it. That's so special. What's your grounding moment? 
Oh, mine is um, carpet went in my new house, and I'm very excited. And uh, the, what's it called? Countertops are going in, hopefully, uh, next Friday or Saturday, which I'm like, I don't know if that's going to happen, because, like, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I'm not, like, really banking on it. Don't hold your breath, but, like, if it does, that's exciting. Exactly. So I'm just very excited about all of it coming together. Although... Did you grow up traveling for Thanksgiving? Um, no. Okay. So this probably isn't as weird to you. I grew up traveling for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So we were always gone Wednesday to Sunday. And so it has been really weird to me to hear about how many people just resume back to normal life on Friday. Oh, yeah. Like not necessarily that they go to work. Yeah. But that they're not with family on Friday too, you know? Yeah, that is weird. Like, they do Thursday with their families, and then Friday they're like, yeah, we're Black Friday shopping, or we're picking up the house, or we're, like, just doing downtime. Or they go to games. Like, a lot of people go to their college games, because that's a big football day. And I'm like, what? Because we were always with family. That whole weekend. Yeah, like, Thanksgiving isn't just, like, a one day. Yes. I think of it as... You know, which is funny. I'm going way too into detail on this, but because um, I think a lot of people think of Thanksgiving, think of Christmas, how I think of Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Yeah, like they think of Christmas as like three a or long... four days with family. Oh, see, I don't think of Christmas like that. I don't either. I think Thanksgiving's longer. Me too. Like I think Thanksgiving and family times is like Wednesday to like Saturday. Oh, we have to do a poll on this. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Because I'm curious what people... Because we're not really... Like, my family, personally, isn't really big tradition. Like, we're not... We don't do a lot of traditions. Like, we do something different every single year for the most part. But growing up, it was pretty, like... The tradition is that you're together. Yes. There's not, like, significant, I don't know, traditions we have. But we're basically all together, usually Wednesday to Saturday. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. But Christmas, that's not a thing. Like, we're there Christmas or we're not, like, I don't know. That is interesting. Right? Just things to think about. Well, it's interesting because, like, we have older siblings. Yeah. That have their own lives. Yeah. So, like, Christmas, like, my, my brother's married and has that whole family. Yeah. Like, his in-laws. I don't know. My sisters were never with us. Not never, but they were rarely with us on Christmas. Because their parents are divorced. Right. So my sisters, their dad is my dad. And they got Thanksgiving with dad. Gotcha. And they got Christmas with their mom most of the time. Yeah. Like, I think that's how they worked it out because it worked best with how the families did stuff. Yeah. Well, and that makes sense that you think Thanksgiving's long because you were with them. Yeah. Yeah. And so for Christmas, it was always just my parents and me. Oh, gotcha. Sometimes, like, my sisters were with us a few Christmases. Like, it's not like they were never with us my entire childhood. But for the most part, it was just my parents and me. Right. Sometimes grandparents would come down for it occasionally. But not, like, always. Yeah, that's interesting. I know, now that we're all older, like, everything's different. Like, and this year we're all going to Cabo. Have I told you that? Yeah. Oh, I have? Okay. Not on the, not on Christmas, but like two right days after, after. Christmas, right? yeah. and like that's gonna be our Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. So like, we're all probably not gonna see each other on Christmas. That's okay. Yeah, which I'm like, what are I you don't gonna know. do then? 
Don't know. I will probably see my grandma and do like all that. Yeah, do you open presents Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? We open one on Christmas Eve and then all of them Christmas morning. We open all of our gifts Christmas Eve. Oh, you do? Yeah. I like that. And so I just, I don't know. It's so interesting because you, I just always assumed everybody did stuff the same way. I know, right? I know in Italy, they open all theirs on Christmas Eve. Cause like, I remember going over there on Christmas, like to my host family's house. And I was like feeling like before I went, I was like feeling kind of awkward. Like, oh my gosh, they're going to open presents. And like, I don't want them to feel bad. Like they don't have any for me if they don't like, cause I don't really don't need anything. And then I go there and no presents are there. I'm like, huh, weird. And then they told me, they're like, oh, we opened them all yesterday. Like we opened them on Christmas Eve, not today. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, weird. Not weird, just different. Yeah. We open all of ours on Christmas Eve and then you would wake up on Christmas morning and there would be stocking stuffers, which was just like little stuff. And then Santa. Gotcha. And so. No, we open one on Christmas Eve and that's usually pajamas. Yeah. Like, my mom would, like, hint at, like, open this one, and it'd be pajamas. So, I can't decide what I like. I can get on board with both ways. Because I kind of like the idea of, like, Christmas PJs and spending the evening together and, you know. Right. um, All that stuff. But I don't know if I love the concept of, like, coming up on Christmas morning and there's being gifts everywhere. You don't like that? Yeah, I don't know if i Like, it stresses you out? Yeah. Okay. Well, and, like, for us we don't have a huge family Uh and so I don't know how other people do it, but we would go gift by gift and everybody would watch. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. And I like that. I don't like, I love it. Yes. I don't like, I love watching people open their gifts, even if it's not from me. But yeah, I, I remember going to school and people would be like, Oh, we just rip into that. I'm like, then your Christmas is done in like three seconds. I know. And it's like, okay, now what do we do? But I love watching other, like I could have no presents. Oh yeah, for sure. And it would be okay with me. Yeah, same. I just like to watch other people open things. Yes. It's so much fun. I know. I forget people like just dig in and just rip open. That's another really good survey. Anyway, well, uh, grounding moment. Did we do grounding moment? I did. You did not. Did you? I don't think you did. I don't think I did. What was your grounding moment? Mine was the carpet and the oh yeah countertops. How did we get so distracted? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, are you still thinking your house is going to be done at the end of the month? Yeah, I think okay, so. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I know. I'm so excited. Uh, my grounding moment is uh, having the opportunity to travel again. Mm-hmm. I think that the last couple of years have made me so extremely appreciative of that um ability just i feel like not traveling much the last it's been weird yeah and so i'm a little nervous to get back on a plane not because of the flying part but just having a baby right and, um and juggling all of that i'm a little antsy but i'm also very very excited yeah it'll be so fun her first uh, plane ride we did a non-stop flight so Oh, nice. It shouldn't be too bad. It's only like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be great. So I'm like, even if she wails the whole two and a half hours, it's not that. Like, it's not a 10 hour. No. I don't think she will, but. And like so many people have those noise canceling like AirPods or headphones. Like, I personally never hear a baby cry on the plane. No. I I think she's she's not much of a crier. No, she's not. I just don't think it's going to be a big deal. 
but I'm going to have Matt with me and we, I paid the extra money so that we like actually selected our salute selected our seats (laughs) right prior to you know yes um and so we are on the side that only has two seats so we're the only people in our little like we have our own row kind of oh okay you know yeah um and we're toward the front of the plane nice so yeah i'll be fine i think i set myself up for success yeah i think you're gonna be great we'll see (laughs) yeah she's not much of a crier she's literally fine yeah. Oh, yeah. Caroline watched her. She, yeah. uh, Gardner had her first uh, babysitting experience. With me. <laughs> I told my dad that. I called him and I was like, uh, Gardner had a babysitter for the first time. And he's like, oh, really? And I said, yeah, it was Caroline. He goes, that doesn't count. <laughs> he's like, that's Caroline. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. I know. I didn't really feel like baby. Like, I wasn't like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just it's because it's your child. Because it's like family. Yeah. Like, because usually when I would be, and I'm older, like I haven't babysat a kid probably in like mm, six or seven years. And so, but usually when I babysat in the past, I'd be so nervous. Like, oh my God, I'd do the right thing. Like, you know, make sure the kid's fed. Like I didn't stress at all. I was like, I was just gardener. Yeah. I mean, I love her and I like played with her and paid attention, but I but wasn't was stressed. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she didn't cry at all with me, so. Great job. I'm a baby whisperer. You are. I was proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. All right. You ready to hop into the topic? Yeah, let's do it. You want an intro? Yeah. So today, from the title, you guys can probably guess what we're talking about, but we're talking about balancing YOLO with what if. So preparing versus living and how to find the balance in that and the middle ground and all of that fun stuff. So we have a list of things that we think are the most important. And the first one we wrote down is setting your priorities. So that should be pretty self-explanatory, but knowing and like really setting what is of value in your life. And we say this over and over, I feel like, but it's so important to do that and not just walk through life like, oh, I guess I'll do this or maybe I'll do this. Like, if you have priorities, it comes kind of naturally to plan, I feel like, and go through life um, a little bit more smooth. Well, I think that a place a lot of people get stuck whenever they're trying to get to a really mentally healthy, happy place is uh, there's such a balance that has to be found between treating yourself and preparing for the future in order to be in a place that you are emotionally, financially, um, and spiritually secure and feeling good for the future to continue how you want it to. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be really hard to decide what you are going to say. Yeah, you only live once. Like, I'm going to get the coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. But you can't do that with everything. Mm -mm. Um, But you also can't live in this paralyzing fear of what's next? Am I ready? Am I ready? So yeah, prioritize. Mm -hmm. You have to sit down and think about what's important to you. And remember that it doesn't matter what's important to other people. Right. It does not matter. And I feel like because I'm Enneagram 7, I, for my whole life, my whole life I feel like I've always lived by oh YOLO you know like I only live once I'm gonna do all the things and 
it was probably like when I was 18 or 19, I felt really burnt out by that lifestyle of like try and still to this day, I have to check myself because my personality, like I always seek more because I get bored. I feel like, like I realize I need to ground myself to realize like I can't do it all. Like it's physically impossible. Not that I should stop dreaming or any of that, but like if I keep dreaming and like keep YOLO, YOLO, like I'm going to do all these crazy things. Like I'm going to have zero dollars in my bank account. I'm going to, you know, be just so burnt out because like I'm not being fulfilled because I haven't found worth in anything. I'm just seeking what's next. And so, yeah, I would say during 2020, I was like, okay, I had to sit with myself. Like what is important to me? set my priorities and I'm still doing that I do it every day um and yeah I just feel like it's so much I don't know easier for me personally and like even with like this is another example of my life like drinking alcohol um I used to drink alcohol and now I don't really do it and that's because I like went through my list of priorities I'm like that's not something like I personally like want to do like I'm just doing it for others or you know it's a social thing for you more than it's an actual personal benefit right and so I had to really realize that and then I'm like okay like I don't need to be doing that not that I don't drink every once in a while I do but like I don't do it nearly as much as I used to and so I just found that interesting like I went through the list and one of those was alcohol and so yours could be alcohol yours could be you know a number of things but well, for me, I think about, uh, I don't care about cars. Mm-hmm. That's a big one for me uh, that I see a lot of other people really value. And when I say that, like Caroline's not saying it's wrong for people who value alcohol and their no. priorities. And I'm not saying it's wrong for the people who value cars and their priorities. Um, but that's just not what's important to me. Now, something that is very important to me that may not be important to you is I like expensive shoes. Right. Uh, not designer shoes, but just really well-made. Good quality. Good quality, comfortable shoes uh, are, it's a, it's a no negotiating for me. Mm-hmm. I would rather only get one new pair a year or every few years and have something that is a little pricier than have something on trend or in style uh, and less expensive yeah uh because i hate my feet being uncomfortable <laughs> Weird. just like some people don't like being in an older car right and so you have to kind of sit with yourself and figure out what's important to you not as what important words not what's important to you in terms of how other people perceive you but truly what things are bringing value and joy to your day today. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important. And the next thing on our list is live with purpose. And I feel like once you go through your list of priorities, it's much easier for you to like live with purpose. Not that you'll find a purpose and that's not what we're saying. Like, oh, you're just going to find what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life. No. Um, Do you believe in that? I was thinking about that the other day, actually. And I don't, I don't think it's one thing like for me personally yeah I think it's like a lot of things yeah I don't think like I'm gonna find it and then it's just gonna I'm gonna take it to my grave 
Well, it's kind of like I don't necessarily believe in love at first sight. Okay. It's not that I believe that it never happens, but I think we tend to really latch onto these concepts and think that because it has happened that it's supposed to happen and it's the only way for things to happen for everyone. Yes. And I feel like purpose is kind of that same way. And I I think we tend to really idealize these people who grow up knowing that this is what I want to do. And then they do it and they're happy and they, and and I think that's awesome. And I think that that does exist. Yeah. If that's you, that's wonderful. I don't think you need to question it because other people are. But if that's not you, I don't think there needs to be this constant seeking of that aha moment where now I know my purpose and now it all makes sense. I think that there needs to be seeking of exactly what you're saying, living with purpose instead of living for a purpose. Yeah, because I feel like when you try to live uh, for a purpose, it gives you anxiety. At least it, for me, like, oh my God, am I like, this is my purpose. And then it's like, wait, it's not. And then you question everything and like what you're doing, your whole existence on this earth. And I feel like it gives you more anxiety than it should. And when, I think like, that's because you're one of those people that it, it doesn't, it's not that like one size fits all. Yeah, I think so too. And like, I don't see it like that. I'm like, I'm happy and content right now in my life, but like, I may not be in three years and then I'll pivot. Right. And then I'll figure it out. And like, I don't, I don't hold myself I to like. I think we should make merch that says pivot. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> we should do it. But yeah, like once you set your priorities, then you can start living with a purpose because like. For me, I'm going to bring out alcohol again. Again, if you, if alcohol is a priority to you and like socializing through alcohol and, you know, that's important to you, that is amazing. Um, but for me, I kind of saw it as like a waste of my time personally. And just like, I want to be more conscious than not. And like, I don't know why I just kind of woke up and realized that, um, where was I going with that? Um, but because of that choice I made, it helps me live with more purpose mm-hmm. and like more strategy towards the future. Right. Which is important. It's really important. I So next on our list is learning to say no to what doesn't bring you joy or what doesn't serve you. And I think this is probably one of the best lessons you can learn in life. And... It does come down to that balance thing. Um, Because if you are, you know, ending up doing all of these things that you're considering self-care or, heck, we're only here for, you know, a short while, not a long while, like, let's go for it. If you're doing that because of convenience or because of your relationships rather than because it truly brings you joy or it truly makes you feel fulfilled then those aren't good things to be spending your time on that's when you're better off probably spending your time and effort toward planning for the what ifs right yeah and that's so true and like in high school and stuff I would always be like oh yellow like I'll just do this and like act like this and whatever but now I feel like I still have that mindset I'm still like oh my gosh I only live once but I plan way more than I used to and I never thought I would be kind of an organized planner not that I'm like to the t like type a personality at all but I like 
for instance, getting a dog. I was like, okay, you know, YOLO in the moment. I was like, you only live once. I want a dog, all this stuff. But then I sat back like, okay, is it the right time to get a dog? Like, is the dog going to benefit like coming to my life now? Like I planned it more so than just like, oh, I'm going to get a dog. Here it is. And then figuring out later. And so doing that, like still living at like and dreaming, that's so important, but dreaming with a plan. Well, and I think you just really touched on something that's good there is finding that balance and striking a balance isn't about losing the dream. Yeah. And it's not that we want to encourage people to get caught up in the unknowns because that that's what the balance is about. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. You can occasionally get the coffee drink. I don't know if I'm making sense when I say that, but whenever I think about this, I really think about the person every morning driving by Starbucks and going, eh, I only live once. So I'm going to get the coffee. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you kind of have to be strategic about the, you only live once moment. Yes. But not, not like so much where you're paralyzed. Yeah. So like, it's all about the middle ground for sure. But like, yeah, I feel like it's a total mindset game, like doing things. And when you live more in the present, it will be easier for you to make those decisions of like, oh, I don't really need, like it's just a habit and like that's a lot of people like do things because it's just habit like i don't know going out to eat every day or drinking coffee every morning sometimes you Shots really fired. yeah i know i i could drink coffee every morning i don't go and get it but i, I used to take out every day that's not okay. every day <laughs> so do i so it's fine but uh yeah if you live more in the moment i feel like you're better equipped to make better decisions because you're like okay what do I need now like do I even want coffee like or is it just a habit I've formed and I'm just like living unconscious and just buying a coffee Mm -hmm. and so yeah uh the last thing that we wrote on our list is realizing it's good to have somewhat of a routine and plan Mm -hmm. and for the longest time I personally was like fuck routines fuck plans like I'm I'm just one of those people that doesn't need that in my life. And then I realized that it is very helpful and it's made me a lot happier and well-rounded person to have a routine, somewhat of a routine. I don't do the same thing every single day, um, but it, to it helps you ground yourself. And we say this over and over, just having a morning routine or having a night routine or somewhat of a day-to-day routine, it is really good for you and like us as humans to have that in our lives i saw a tiktok um last night about uh quality of sleep and how it affects your long-term uh health and existence Mm -hmm. and uh, i was just thinking about this as you were talking whenever it comes to having a routine and all that and it said that trying to go to bed and wake up at the exact same time every day, weekend, weekday, always, right, uh, really helps your life expectancy and your overall energy levels. Oh, it does. Yeah, and but nobody does it. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It's like a lot of people aren't taking the time to recharge. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just thought that was really, really interesting. Yeah. It was a TED Talk. 
Oh. Did I say that? No. Okay. You said TikTok. It was on TikTok. It, it was on TikTok. <laughs> of a TED Talk. Gotcha. It was a TED Talk. It was a TikTok on TED Talk's TikTok profile. Okay. <laughs> and they were, it was a speech that a uh, sleep, my gosh, a speech that a sleep <laughs> specialist. <laughs> wow. The TikTok of the TED Talk on the TikTok about this speech specialist. <laughs> Um, no, the speech that the sleep specialist gave about, wow. Yeah, sleeping. Yeah, okay. Routine and stuff. Yeah, that is very interesting. I don't know. I feel like I go to bed around the same time every day, but I definitely don't wake up at the same time every single day. How far off are you, though? Not very far. Like, in the span of, like, 30 minutes to an hour. What time do you go to bed? I have recently started going to bed like at 10.30. Like I'm out. I really want to get better about going to bed earlier. Yeah. I also wonder like on this topic, the YOLO versus preparing and the what ifs, if just as you get older, your perspective shifts and you get better at balancing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because as I'm talking and thinking about this, it's like right now I'm trying to make sleep a bigger priority yeah and not because of the what ifs in the future but because i'm only here once i'm only gonna live this life one time yeah so i should be taking better care of myself right and so i'm wondering if just the perspective of it all i feel like when we're young we tend to use that yolo like mentality to Mm -hmm. make stupid decisions rather than to encourage us to make good choices Right, like we use YOLO to justify our like wrongdoings. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've definitely done that. But yeah, I think maybe because like if you, you know, want to have kids in the future or, you know, a dog even, like you're adding puzzle pieces to your life that like you have to prioritize yourself and your time or like a relationship mm-hmm. in order to like live a happy life. Yeah. And not just be like a shell of a human. Yeah, somehow we all end up at shells shells at some points. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so it's everything you can to avoid that. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, like just balancing it all, finding the middle ground and everything. My dad and I talked about that today because he was saying it's so interesting that everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. Oh, yeah. Same way that we were talking about, Caroline and I have talked about this a lot over our wedding careers how we can photograph like our general wedding package is eight hours and we'll spend eight hours at how many wedding days do you think we've spent eight hours at a lot yeah over a hundred yeah and how some days we can have all kinds of free time where we're just waiting around and other times it will feel like we were non-stop like i can't even go to the bathroom yeah and taking pictures the whole eight hours And I don't understand how that happens because I deliver around the same number of photos. Like the galleries will be the same size. Yeah, every single time. It makes no sense to me. No, it literally doesn't. Like we can go to a wedding and it's like we're sitting around like when is this going to happen? And like everything, it's not like it's the wedding's late or like the timeline's shitty. Like the timeline's perfect. But I'm like, how is it so different every time? But yeah, that's so true. And like... Um, there's like an interview or something and I always think about it. It's like 
Oprah has the same 24 hours you do. And I don't know why it's Oprah, but I guess because Oprah does a lot of shit. (laughs) Well, I think about uh, Oprah brought this to my mind. uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Because I don't know if you've seen everything that she's done in the last however many years, but the TV networks told her that they didn't want to produce movies with female leads, like more than a few a year. And so she funded, self-funded her own production company mm-hmm. and started putting out movies with female leads, that, oh, cool. uh, with female directors and all kinds of stuff and had a lot of success. Well, she sold that company for like, or maybe it was, I don't know if she sold it or what happened, but it was valued at $900 million. Damn. Yeah. And she was doing that at the same time that she was parenting. She was acting in the morning show and all of these other things. And she was starting her own television network. Yeah. And and it's like, she has the same 24-hour day that I do. Yeah. That hardly seems possible. Literally, yeah. Like, they seem like super human. And it's the same as, like, Ryan Seacrest. And I don't watch a lot of TV, but, like, the other day, um, I was at Chris's mom's house and the... Kelly and not is it Kelly and Ryan yeah Kelly and Ryan show are on and I was like damn Ryan Seacrest is on that show every single morning he's on American Idol during American Idol season and he's on the radio I'm like how does that happen well and he like produces everything yes and like the I believe the Kelly and Ryan show is in New York and American Idol's in Hollywood so I'm like, how? <laughs> please, I don't know. Like, please explain how. Like, does he record, like, the radio on the plane? Like, he has to. Like, something. He, like, never can you. go to sleep. No. They have the same 24-hour day yes. that we do. I don't get it. Yeah, and the, I saw another TikTok that goes along with this. It's like, your life's not short. You're just wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Like, life is long. Like, if you are privileged to live a long life, yes. But, like, if you live till 80, that's long. Mm-hmm. It's not short. Like, that's 80 years. I don't know. It's crazy. It's just, like, yeah. stop wasting your time and, like, prioritize what you want to do with this one life you have. Yeah, prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. Yeah, for sure. I think that's by far the best advice that we can give you is figure out what you want out of life. And I'm trying to think of like what those main categories that you need to think through are. I think that relationships is huge. I think financial health is huge. I think that your mental and emotional health is something you really need to consider. And then everything else kind of files into some of those categories. Yeah. Like how are you taking care of your physical health? And make sure that you're fitting things in to where each of those category each of those categories is getting some love but it doesn't need to run your whole life yeah i don't know yeah it's all about balance i'm not much of a routine scheduler yeah but i also have a pattern right and so i would call it a routine mhm it's just different than most yeah and that's the thing i think we get caught up thinking we need to do it like everyone else yeah you just don't no everyone's different everyone like works differently and like thinks differently obviously and so like you have to find what's good for you and like it's okay to like 
like when you're first starting out, say you're, you're, you were like me like two years ago and I'm like, I have no routine. Where do I start? And like, I would just be like, okay, I'll do what so-and-so does. Or it's okay to do that at first. But like when you start doing that, you'll find and chip away at what you don't need. And like, you'll add what you do need mm-hmm. until you find like the perfect routine for you. And that's going to change. Like, I'm not going to have this routine till the day I die. That's just, that's impossible. And I know that. Yeah. So, yeah. I got to get a different routine because I can barely stay awake. (laughs) And it is 100% my fault. Gardner's been going to bed at 7, 7.30. Mm -hmm. And I don't find myself going to sleep till 11.30 midnight. Oh. And it's just too late. Yeah. It's too late. It's not healthy. I need more sleep. I got to stop. Oh. Yeah. Because. Do you take naps? Yeah. Okay. Almost every day. Okay. Because I knew you used to take a lot of, not like a lot, but I used to be like a nap. Every day. Like I would take a nap every day. Yeah. I still do that. Um, I don't know if I've talked, I probably have talked about this at some point on the podcast, but before Matt and I moved in together, the way that I functioned, and Caroline, you probably remember this is I would work from about 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. every day. Uh, So I would work from like 4 to 7, and then I would go shoot, and then I would come home, and I would load back up, and then I would edit until about 2 in the morning, sometimes 3, and then I would sleep from 3 to 9, and I would get up, and I would take it really slow in the mornings. I'd get up, I'd make breakfast, I might go to the gym, I might watch Mm -hmm. a TV show... And then around noon or one, I would take a nap and then I would start my day again around four. And I, I thrived on that routine. Weird. My body really like vibed well with that. Um, especially with the naps and I was still getting nine to 10 hours of sleep a day. Yeah. It was just in a different section. Yeah. Section and order, you know, cause I would sleep from whatever, two to nine most nights and I would take like an hour two hour nap every day wow and I yeah I loved that routine yeah I was so productive weird yeah I used to really like naps like I could I would be like oh I just crave a nap but now I like cannot like I can't fall asleep I talk to a lot of people that can't nap it's weird I don't get it like I could like like, today's the day. Like, I woke up really tired, you know, when you wake up and it's like, wow, I felt like I did not sleep at all. That was not refreshing. Yeah, that was, like, today. Like, I woke up, I'm like, I'm still, like, tired. But I just, like, pushed through and got up. Um, And I thought that would go away. But, it, like, right now, and this it's, like, 4 p.m. right now when we're recording this and I'm fine. But I think if I, like, close my eyes, I could fall asleep. But, like, honestly, I, that doesn't sound, like, appealing to me, like, like just taking a nap. I don't know. It's weird. It does to me. I'm <laughs> literally, my eyes are barely staying open. But I think a little bit of that isn't a normal day to day. I think a little bit of that is the new parent thing. Oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely, Gardner's a really good baby. Yeah. And honestly, she sleeps so well, but I'm still doing so. Yeah, you're all new to it. It's not normal, and you don't sleep as well when you have a new baby, regardless of their behavior, because your hormones and everything are all different, Yeah, and they are literally working in a way to where the smallest noise happens, and you're like, is she okay? Yeah. Is everything good? 
which is a biological, like there's a reason it's happening, but it still does. It takes a toll. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you're not like fully sleeping. Yeah. I hope it's not forever. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm sure it's not. I hope not. I'm ready for some better sleep. Yeah. Um, so this week we won't have an advice episode. No, because it's Thanksgiving. Instead of our usual Thursday end of the month episode of advice, we are still going to do an advice column, but that's going to be our Monday episode after Thanksgiving. And then we will resume back to normal bonus episodes in the month of December. Oh, we? are we? <laughs> we won't. I don't think we will we'll take our then. break. So our advice bonus episodes, the next one will be in January. Yeah. Okay, people, we got this together. Because uh, we will be taking a two-week break and coming back for season three. Uh-huh. Or is it our season's July to July? I think July to July. Okay, not season three. Part two of season two <laughs> <laughs> starts in January. I can't get it together. Caroline and I are going to LA in January. Yeah. I haven't even told Caroline dates yet. No. But, but we're, we're going. <laughs> but we're going. Yes. I can't wait. Uh, do we have a... Oh, we have small business shout outs. Yeah. Do you want to read it this week? Um, yeah. Do you want to do a couple? Sure. We've gotten so many. Okay, e- so many have. of you guys have emailed us. So I have... I, I did like... I did three on the episode with Matt. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't realize. Cool. I went crazy. I'm going to go ahead and read our first email from our friend Brooke. She said, first off, I just want to say that I love the podcast and that y'all are doing these small business shout outs. I personally am not a small business owner, but my best friend is. So I want to send this in on her behalf. I have loved how many friends have sent their friends businesses in. That's so sweet. Because a handful of you who own businesses have reached out and I think that's awesome. I love seeing you guys advocate for yourselves and, you know, really share and market yourselves. But then seeing these friends who are just celebrating that their friends are doing this stuff. Oh, I love it. So sweet. Okay. After graduating college, she knew she wanted to do something that would be fun and empowering to others. So she decided to open a women's online clothing boutique and named her business Beverly Wills. Named after her dog, Willow. Cute. She has the cutest clothing items and always stocks items for every age. If you'd like to check her out. You can find her on Google at beverlywills.com and on Instagram at beverlywillsxo. She is a one-woman show, so her business is primary online, but she does do some in-person pop-up shops in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. If you're interested in those, information can be found on her Instagram. Thank you so much for sharing. Aww. So go check her out. It's at beverlywillsxo, B-E. V-E-R-L-Y-W-I-L-L-S-X-O is the Instagram. And Perfect. We would love it if you guys go and show some support, whether it's following, liking, commenting, just showing support to these businesses. The holidays can be such a crazy season, and especially with COVID and quarantine in the last couple of years, it's been chaos for business owners. Oh, yeah. So a little bit of love can go a long way to make them feel really supported and cared about through the holidays. Right. So show up. Yeah. And even like a gift card, like a lot of small businesses have gift card options and that's like a great gift to give. Like even if like it's like $25 off of whatever it is, like and give it to your mom, give it to whoever. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a way for you to support. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you read this one, but I'm going to read it. 
Hi, ladies. I'm loving your podcast and all the positive energy it brings. Thank you. Thank you guys for giving shout outs to small businesses. I love to shop and support small as much as I can. So do we. Um, my name is Bree, and I have a small calligraphy business that I do on the side of my full-time job. It's called Rig, R-I-G-G, Calligraphy Co., and I'm based out of Springfield, Illinois. My Etsy sh- shop is small, and I offer few Christmas items like dog ornaments and wooden stocking tags. I also offer local services for event sign rentals and custom calligraphy orders. On occasion, I teach local cl- calligraphy classes too oh that's really cool i want to learn yeah that's something i really want to do i'm not good at that i mean i think i could be because i'm like good at like handwriting but like Before i don't know my how to mom do it. lost feeling of her hands she was good at it well that's something she went and did she found um, out she was diagnosed with ms realized she was losing the feeling in her hands so she went and learned calligraphy oh yeah before she yeah. couldn't do it anymore i love that um so it's I am Rig Calligraphy Co on Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm looking at her stuff right now, and it's so beautiful. Oh, cool! You guys should go check it out. She has some incredible uh, wedding stuff that she's done, like seating charts and things like that. Yeah, that's really like, cool. They're absolutely stunning. And that's R I G G Calligraphy Co. Wow, so cool. I was going to say something. Oh, I wanted to shout out my aunt. <laughs> this uh, made me want to shout. Oh, my God. Weird. The first uh, Instagram. I pulled up Instagram, and the first thing that pulled up was her. So it's meant to be, people. Or my FBI agent is really on it. Um, so my aunt, she lives in California, and she is a local artist and is insanely talented. And I might be biased, but you can go look at her stuff and see for yourself but is art by karen nine is her instagram and she does some custom orders but like she gets really really busy during the holiday season so if you're interested order sooner rather than later but she does like ornaments or you know huge canvases of whatever you can think of she can do it pretty much um and yeah she's super talented so that's art by karen nine is her insta and then you can support my aunt and she also does, um, uh, she paints on shoes. I was about to say, she did that really cool pair of tennis shoes for you. Yeah, so I gave her um, a basic, uh, what are they called, white Air Force Ones. And she painted like the, <laughs> this is really embarrassing, I don't know what the official name. It's the... Uh, the yeah, Sistine Chapel. Yeah, it's a Sistine Chapel, but what's it called? It's like a, I'm very embarrassed. Um, I know it's Michelangelo. Yeah. Hands of God, Adam, the creation of Adam, fresco painting by my, Michelangelo. So like the hands touching, she did that like one hand on one tennis shoe and the other hand on another. And it was like amazing. Is that embarrassing? Because I definitely didn't know it was the creation of Adam. I feel like it's embarrassing because it was on my on tennis shoes. shoes. Yeah, That makes sense, <laughs> I guess. I knew it was the Sistine Chapel and I knew it was Michelangelo. Yeah. And I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and so you can send her like vans or tennis shoes and she can paint. 
anything on them. She's very talented. So those were cool. Yeah, so cool. And actually, she still actually has them because she was planning on touching them up, but like she's so busy that yeah. she has not given them back. But no hate at all. Well, maybe we'll get to see her when we're in California. Yeah, maybe. Do you have another one? No. Okay. That's cool. everything. That is everything for today. Y'all have a freaking phenomenal Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're very grateful for each and every one of you who tune in every single week. We hope that you're going to have full bellies, full hearts, and lots of time with family and friends or whoever it may be that makes you feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah, for sure. Um, You can find Caroline at... Caroline Stelty on all the things. And you can find me at Joe Johnson Overby. And you can find Middle Ground at Middle Ground Podcasts and email us at hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. Send us your advice. We are doing our next episode on advice. And yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.